From the Ron McKeefery Podcast Network, I'm Isaiah Castilleja, and this is Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. In this episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0, Coach Carizzi talks to us about the importance of knowing what you're about and defending that, how being intentional every day can lead to more productivity, and why you shouldn't be afraid to grow up, change, and evolve. All this on another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 podcast is brought to you by Play. Listen in on a conversation with Play's Global Director of Performance and Education, Coach Mike Buley. Coach Buley describes the vision of how Play will continue to be the company that will propel the innovation of the strength and conditioning profession forward. Well, after 22 years of, of coaching, I've learned that connection trumps communication and that it's not enough for coaches to know that you care. And I think you got to take that a step further. They need to experience that you care. And I've always been a coach that tried to be more tra- uh, transformational than transactional. And so with that awareness in mind too, I always enjoyed working and learning and talking to other people and, and coaches and developing that camaraderie. I've always made myself available to the community because I remember how hard it was too to try to get a crack into this this profession. And, and uh, I promised myself if ever I was given a shot, I would never take advantage of that. I always allow myself to uh, help other people uh, chase their dreams in this profession. It's been very good to me. Play is a company that will help your strength conditioning program find solutions for all your needs. Review second best and check them out at play.us for more information. Join the thousands of coaches across the world that are part of Team Builder Nation. The incredible online strength conditioning software provides a toolbox for features for all coaches at all levels. One awesome feature is the 1RM Max Tracker. Team Builder makes tracking maxes easy for any method since you can record and store max data, project 1RM over time, and use the stored maxes to determine prescribed weights for an exercise and have access to the visual reports so you can see the maxes over time. Other features include an updated messaging platform and the ability to create sports science questionnaires for athletes or clients to answer on their own phones that's right, that's sports science data in the palm of your hand. Start your free 14-day trial today by using the promo code CHALK, that's promo code C-H-A-L-K, and begin programming with the software built to fit any level strength coach in any setting. Team Builder prides itself on putting the customer first and offers affordable pricing with subscription plans starting at just $50 a month. For more information, on everything that Team Builder has to offer or schedule a 30-minute demo with Team Builder Expert, visit teambuilder.com and let them know Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 sent you. Now, how important is that networking or that experience in the Power Five, do you think, in the, in the modern? Well, I, I think, I, I think, yeah, I think, 
I don't think it matters that much in your ability to go coach. All right. Now you might get phenomenal mentors at any school. You might have a phenomenal mentor at LSU or at Kennesaw State or at Colorado School of the Mines or Norwich University. You know, you might get poured into at any level by somebody phenomenal. Right. But um, what I'm just seeing is like, we're all seeing it. Just pay attention to football scoop. Right. Is, you know, these kids who graduated college three years ago are getting head P5 jobs because they interned for one year at, in the Big Ten. And then they had an assistant job in the SEC, and now they're directors. And I'm not, don't hate the player, hate the game, right? I got no problem with these kids, these people who are probably doing a great job, you know? But like that logo is just winning coaches, maybe not strength coaches, but they're winning hiring committees over big time, right? So when you've got four coaches on a hiring committee and they see Rutgers versus, New Jersey Institute of Technology, they're going to hire Rutgers. And, and I don't think that's fair. I think it sucks, but that's what you're seeing. I mean, these really young coaches getting really great jobs, getting paid a lot of money, and I don't know if they're worth a damn or not. And I hope that they are, and I don't doubt that they are. I'm just saying that they haven't exactly, you know, those two years interning or GAing and that one year as an assistant is a lot different than the kid who's been coaching for 15 years who never got a chance at P5 because he's 5'10", 175 pounds, ran cross country in Division Three, and 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 never went P5 in any type of internship. So it sounds really negative, but like I'm caution, I'll caution anybody who asks me, like, hey, if you're going to come intern for you at Kennesaw or you at Tennessee, I'll be like, go to Tennessee if you want to be a strength coach. Now, I can coach the hell out of you, and I'll teach you a ton, and I'll help you big time. But even like I got a former intern, Javi Ramirez. Um, Javi um, was in the Navy, got out, got into undergrad. He interned for me, right? Loved it. Went and interned at Maryland. He just got picked up at Nevada because of an assistant at Maryland is now the head guy at Nevada. And there it is. Didn't even have to interview for the job. You know what I mean? And, and, and I'm not saying he's not deserving of it, but like that connection at Maryland is what ended up getting him this job that he's at. Now he's cut his teeth elsewhere too. He's gone D2 and, you know, at Tusculum and, and Tennessee and up in Franklin Pierce, up in New Hampshire, he's done a lot of stuff, but it's that Maryland gig that got him this job that's paying him like a real, like a big boy. And so I caution everybody about that. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's right. I just think it is what it is. And it ain't changing right now. Right. Yeah. That, that's you're absolutely right. And that is a, uh, it's a tough one to go through. Cause like you said, it's not, impressing the strength coaches, but those committees and the the higher ups that are making that call are going to see that logo. And it's, it's tough to, I don't know, it's tough to break it. And, and it's not just strength conditioning that's having this problem. It's just any kind of industry. If you have a connection at a, if you're in tech, if you had a connection with Google or Facebook, even if you're there for a year as an intern, probably getting paid 150 K for an intern, but if you're an, you're an intern at Facebook or Google, they're going to hire you over somebody who's been in the tech industry for 15 years or whatever, but it's a, it's tough. And I'm glad that you're able to see in your hiring process, like you want to see uh, coaches that have coached a lot of teams and been different places or, you know, you go a, a, a layer deeper than just the, the logos that they've been to. Well, I know that we've all been, we've all missed opportunities because the hiring people never even looked at the pile. 
It's easy to say you got to get your name out of the pile. So you got to get people to look at the pile first, <laughs> let alone get your name out of it. And and so I, I I try to respect the industry and the people enough by looking at every resume that comes in on time, right? Obviously, if they come in late, I'm not going to get to it. But I, I I try to look at every single one, um, read every resume. It, you know, you might have a shitty resume. You might I might not make it to the third line, but I I read your name and where you're from, and then you misspelled something and then you were gone. But um, yeah, I think that that's the right way to do things. I think because there's a lot of people who have made it without playing experience or big names. There are a lot of people who have made it, but they've been hired by the people who read, who read stuff out of the, read the, the resumes. No, that's good. And let's say, you know, you, you, you bring up a ton of great points and I want to see what your advice would be to, let's say uh, uh, coach Jess, became the head strength coach or they aspire to be the the head strength coach. And, and I, you know, I, I was a head strength coach for eight years. And when I told my interns or assistants and staff, or even I still tell them now, like it's a burden being the, the shot caller, being in the captain's chair. It's like a heavy, heavy burden because everything going on in, in, in your case, those three weight rooms, all falls on you and you got to make sure everything's getting taken care of. And it's just heavy as the head that wears a crown. So what is one piece of advice you would tell to, let's say somebody that just became a director or somebody that's about to become a director? What are some things you would tell them about that position? Uh, Number one is, is know what you're about, know what's important to you. And so, you know, Jocko would say prioritize and execute, but I, I just, it's, if you know what you care about, then you'll stand and defend what you care about. Right. And then don't worry about a lot of the other stuff yet. Now you're allowed to change. You don't have to get a job in 2021 with a set of standards and principles and have those never change. You could change yearly as long as it's true. Um, you know, but like you have to know what you care about and then you stand for that. And then you make it as specific as you can put it in writing, you know, I, I've told a lot of people that the most important task I had was getting ready to interview at Kennesaw was creating my portfolio. Cause it put thoughts and emotions, you know, on paper. And when I put them there, it made it, it made it even more real. Um, my, my mission statement, my core values, how I wrote it, how I talk about it, um, do that. And if you can't, if you, I know there's a lot of voodoo about mission statements. It's just words on the wall, but a mission statement is, is popular for a reason because it can be really, really good. Right. And if you have one, or if you have a set of core values and well, more of the, if you don't have them, then what are you? You're just a textbook, right? You're just somebody who knows how to write programs. So you have to have core values and then you've got to stand by those things. And if I ask you what they are and you can't, spit a couple out in a, in a, in a relatively easy sentence. And you don't know what you're about. I know it's important to me because I don't do this for wins. I love winning. I love competing. I love doing all those things Why I'm in athletics and not somewhere else. But like, you know, I want to teach mentor and train. I want to teach people things, you know, I mentor them through their challenges. And I want to use, you know, training as my platform for leadership. Obviously that's a rehearsed statement. I've been saying it for years, but that's what I care about. I care about people showing up on time. I care about people working really hard. I care about people being coachable. I care about great communication. You know, those are things that, and because of those, I teach those, I preach those. And I don't give, I don't, I don't, I don't lose those battles very often. Right. Um, But if you can't talk about what you care about the most, then 
man, you know, then you're not going to be very good. Right. And, uh, and what ends up happening is people be like, well, coach K runs a tight ship over there. Some of us are a little bit crazy. Um, and I'll pick fights, but I ain't picking fights about people who miss. I ain't picking fights about people being late. That's his thing. Now, well, but then because I only have a few things I really, really care about, I have very open conversations and twist and mold, whatever it is to make things as good for coaches as possible, but they got to be on time. Definitely. No, I think that, that's great. I, knowing what you're about and defending it is, uh, is always good. And I, like you said, you can change it. It's as long as it lines up with everything uh, you've been doing, I think it's good to know, know what you're about. I think that's yeah, great. I, I think it's so, cause guys training is, I'm not the best programmer in the world, but training, right. Program is pretty easy. I mean, like you obviously have people who do elite levels of training who program at such a high level and they're in a whole different stratosphere than me, but you also have people who write the most basic stuff in the world and they do, and it, and it works great, but they run the hell out of their weight room because they make sure that people are wearing the right thing. They finish through the line, they show up on time, they respect their coaches. They, they help each other. They help clean up the weight room and, and that, that brotherhood and that family and that ownership, like that makes them just as good as the person who writes at the molecular level, uh, just for different reasons. Um, but like the training part's easy, man. Like it's relationships, you know, it's communication, it's honesty, it's, and, and knowing what you stand for. That's, that's what coaching or successful coaching in my eyes looks like. We'll be right back. Woodway is a company that has been designing and building treadmills and equipment for the long run since 1974. Each of the treadmills is designed with the revolutionary slat belt running surface, which is both lightweight and durable. It is specifically designed to absorb energy at the point of impact, eliminating harmful shock to joints and connective tissues. 100% of the NFL, NBA, and MLB teams and 60% of NHL teams utilize Woodway products to optimize their training. Woodway's curved treadmill was released in 2009 and boasts a completely self-powered manual training experience that does not require any electricity. This unique piece of equipment allows athletes to run at any pace they choose and burn up to 30% more calories than the regular treadmill. Other unique offerings from Woodway include the Curve Trainer, Curve XL, Forefront, and Pro Treadmills. Each treadmill offers features that are fit for every athlete. The silent and energy efficient product from Woodway has resulted in 50% electricity savings for owners. If you're looking for equipment that is built to last and will improve and provide each of your athletes an experience like no other, check out Woodway today at woodway.com. Nice. I agree 100%. Now, I'm going to wrap this next question up in kind of like a, a, like a dual purpose. So when I was reading your intro in here, I realized, well, you, you've been a coach for what, 15 years ish? 2009. So yeah, I think 13, 13 years. Yeah. So you've been a, a strength coach for a long time and I'm reading your intro and you've only had three stops. What, what, what is the key to a staying power like that? Cause typically I mean, it's just the nature of our industry. You're going to be bouncing, uh, bouncing around everywhere or while you're earning your way up. So what was the, what do you think is the key to your staying power at your three stops? And then also 
I guess, what would be some advice for the younger coach that's maybe just started their journey and are looking to find a way to keep themselves around somewhere or just advice to get through that part? All right, well, we'll put this together and I'll do my best I can to stream out. We'll start at the beginning. Vermont was a first time job. Uh, it was low paid. It was like a paid intern. I just don't think that was a thing. A professional intern wasn't a thing yet. Uh, and so I knew that had a, that had a shelf life. Uh, but I wanted to learn as much as I could, coach as much as I could, and do as much as I could. And then I realized I wanted football, and I needed to make, I needed to make more money. I needed to go to grad school, right? And so I did my two years at, at UVM. I got the gig at the Citadel. Got around a mentor who just poured this incredibly. I just was in an awesome environment of growth, and that was under Donnell, you know, when I was at the Citadel. Um, and I went there as a GA, and then like three people left in a month, and I ended up as the associate director. So I, you know, I got paid. Not a lot, but I got paid and um, I got grad school. So, and I had no desire to leave that place until um, grad school was done and the real world came and I had loans, student loans had to be paid off. So I I had no real desire to leave. I felt like what we were doing there was amazing. Um, And I had so much respect for that place and that environment and the staff that, that I was a part of. Um, but I, but the real world calls money is not it, but it is a thing, you know, and when you got student loans, um, you got to pay them. And when deferment ends, you know, what are you going to do? And so, you know, I was just dipping my toes in the water and then I got my first full-time job at Kennesaw and I fell in love with the gig and I, and, and I just haven't chased because I just, I've loved the process, even through the highs and lows, right? Like I've loved the process of doing what we do at, at the place that's mine. Right. And I'm at a place that has administrative support. Do I get everything I want? No. Do I have frustrations? Absolutely. But like I can go to work every day feeling good about coaching kids. Right. And, and, and for the most part I'm supported. I work for a great head coach and the coaches at Kennesaw that I work with are awesome. Um, and I just have had no desire. Like I love that, you know, the, the FCS, you know, Division one mid-major level is awesome. It is so, you get phenomenally talented kids in all sports. Um, you've got good resources where you can be creative. You can do some awesome stuff. Um, but it's also not like this stress bucket where if you lose on Saturday, you're worried about the, the newspapers on Sunday. I mean, no one ever wants to lose. And it's never toler- tolerated over the long term to just be a loser, right? And you shouldn't want to be like a loser, but... Um, like you, like you don't have to worry about it. You can develop, 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 you can do better and you can get better. You can do better and get better, do better, get better. Um, and that process is great. And then the kids need us, you know, at our level there, it's all developmental. So they need to train. It's not a thing that everybody's doing, but you have to do it in order to be really, really good. Um, and so these kids need it. So they can't really be like, Hey, I'm just waiting for year three for me to go sign for the draft or whatever it is declare. And that's not how it goes. So I love being at that level. And I just, obviously there's, you know, Notre Dame called me up and said, Hey, here's half a million to be my strength coach. I'm going to leave for the money. Right. But, you know, for the right reasons, in my opinion, you pay half a million dollars to be a strength coach. Pretty cool. Um, but, you know, at this point, it's going to sound absolutely ridiculous, but like, why would I leave a job that I have a comfortable salary with, a, you know, growing a family here, why am I going to leave that for a butt ton of insecure insecurity for not that much more money? Right. So like, you're going to, you're going to pay me a hundred grand and, and I'm going to have that Saturday, Sunday stress of if we don't win, we're getting fired, you know? Um, 
And, and like this level of ball is awesome. Like we get to work with kids, man. We get to coach kids every day. How awesome is that? That is amazing. That is amazing. The worst day is because you care so much, not because you can't wait to leave. Right. So yeah, I've had my issues with the industry and I've had my issues with a lot of things. Um, like we all have, I'm not, it's not all rainbows and butterflies, but you know, I love it here. I love coaching kids. You know, I love working with different coaches, trying to find ways to win and developing a staff and, and having unit cohesion and putting your best foot forward every day and, and trying to reinvent yourself as much as possible. Like, why would I want to leave that? That's about, it's a good question there. And I, and I, and I get it. If you're somebody who says, you know, I really want to compete at the highest level. Okay. Okay. I can understand that. So you want to go up, but like, if you're going to say you want to go, I want to compete in front of a hundred thousand fans. It's like, well, that's not, that's, that's not fulfillment in my opinion, because what happens if you stink and there's only 20,000 people in that hundred thousand person stadium, you know, like I, I, I just don't think I've chased my ego. We all have one. If we don't have an ego, we don't stand for anything, but like I've tried to keep ego out of the equation and uh, make the big time where you're at that famous line, that book. Um, but, you know, relationships and, and, and staff and, and, and purpose just kind of keeps me grounded and going to work every day. And there's only been a few times that I've even thought about leaving, you know, and all I like to think for the right reason. And, but at the end, I'm, I'm really happy where I'm at and I have no desire to leave. Again, you want to pay me half a million to be your strength coach. I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that. Everyone's got a number. Let's not be ignorant, but um, you know, don't be, don't, you know, the grass isn't always green around the other side. And if it is, it's probably because it's, you know, full of shit, you know, fertilizer. Um, so that's how I look at it. No, that's, that's, I think it's, it's good to hear. I, you get a good sense of what you're willing to stand for. And I think it's a good thing to see that. Cause I mean, we're seeing it all over the place right now. Just, the insecurity of our profession, just coaches changing teams or coaches changing profession. And uh, it's good to see that you're letting the other coaches know that, you know, it's perfectly okay to be a really, really good strength coach. And if you're, if you're happy at somewhere and it's taking care of the bills, like, it's you're content, but it's not complacent. It's a, it's a good, it's a good place to be. I think that's great. And you, you've done the same thing, man. I, obviously you made your move recently for all the right reasons, but you made a home too. And you, you made that thing, everything you could, because you had a good job working with good kids and you were able to raise a family and like, look, chase it when you're in your twenties, guys, like do whatever you want to do. I get it. But you, you get married and have a kid. And then, then tell me that you're just going to tell your wife who's got a job and we have a daycare set up and all this stuff and, you, and that you're just going to up and leave for $10,000 raise because you want to put North Texas on your logo instead of Kennesaw state. You know, like, I mean, come on guys, like eventually you're going to grow up um, and realize that's not a thing. Um, always. You have to know what you, what you, like I said, what you stand for and what you really want only, you know, that. So you got to answer your, to your own soul, but um, don't be afraid to grow up, you know, like, and realize that life is going to change as, and, and and that this is a really important thing that we do and we're valued by coaches and players and we, we make a real impact on our, our school community. And that's awesome. And you know, we can be mentors to great young men and women. Um, but it's just a piece of, it's, it's a piece of life. 
uh, my GA many several years ago, Matt Bainey, um, he had a quote from, I want to say it was Mac Brown, like on his Instagram thing. And it says, don't let this be the best thing you ever do. And like, what a powerful thing that is, huh? Like if being a strength coach is the best thing you ever did, then you probably missed, you probably missed on planet earth. Good luck the second time around. <laughs> that is, that's a powerful quote right there. I like that one. Yeah. That one hit me hard. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. And yeah, you're absolutely right. And I've talked to my, my, the younger actual and younger in age and parts of my staff. I was like, look, go, go chase it while it's just you. And you, you know, you have the, the ability to regroup from whatever happens if you, from chasing it. But because I tell them once you get to my age and our, our age, you know, we got kids and stuff. It's just, there's a lot more that goes into where you go next. Now, uh, if, you could pick up the phone and call Jim Carizzi from 10 years ago. What would you tell him? <laughs> what? 2012. Um, so let's, let's, let's shoot it back 12 years ago. And I'd say, grow the fuck up. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, I acted a fool in my first job. Um, I worked really hard. I made a lot of mistakes, but I acted a fool. Um, but you know, if I were to talk to myself, you know, 10, 12 years ago, I'd say like, you need to learn to be more intentional in your day-to-day life. Something I've started doing the past year is, 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 you know, guided journaling. Um, you know, there's a ton of research into the power of journaling. You give me a blank page and like stream of consciousness and it's a nightmare. It's terrible. Like I can't do that. Right. But you, I've bought these different kinds that like help you focus your thoughts into, into, into thoughts, into more actions and the actions you can put them in, into your time blocks. And whenever I've been effective over the past several years with some type of time management accountability system, I've been way better as a coach and as a person. Um, and so I would be like, you have to focus on being intentional and having daily, I don't like to say daily goals, but like know what needs to get done and stay focused on it. Cause I used to just be like this when something struck me, I started working on it and I might work on it for three or four days, which I know there's creativity and people are creative in their own ways, but like I needed to learn to be more intentional. If I was intentional, if I was as intentional as I am right now, 10 years ago, I'd have my PhD in something right now. Um, but like, so I say that, you know, you have to, you know, get a little bit more focused streamline. Um, and then, you know, like Jocko says, prioritize and execute, um, do those things and, and you'll be even more, you'll be better off down the road. Cause I'm really happy with the way the last probably year of my life has gone as I've been a little bit more intentional with my, with my day to day. Absolutely. And now that that's just, just really good advice on, I'll just leave it at that. So you just got a, a couple, a couple, just a couple more uh, questions. Now, what's something you got coming up in 2022 that you're looking forward to? Um, well, we haven't had a real winter off season in a while. So just backtrack, you know, planet earth, hopefully, you know, I know we've got a big COVID's got, it's got to say right now, but you know, and we had, we had a January and a February in 2020 and then the world got shut down. So, and then in the, and then January and February of 2021, we, we were in, in season, right. Cause we played in the spring, which was weird. So I haven't had a full off season to train. So uh, I'm really looking forward to doing some things, some new things to try to match some goals. We're trying to become a little bit more metric driven, uh, maybe not metric driven, but like using metrics to, to advance and enhance some things. Um, 
you know, we're always going to be culture first here at Kennesaw and we're always going to be blood and guts, but we can, we can improve in some areas. So we're trying to get a little bit more streamlined with some of them. I've been super influenced by some guys you've had on here, like, you know, Joey G down at FAU. And I, I'm not going to try to say his name um, with all the FRC down at that high school down in Texas, your number two, two viewed um, podcast this year. Just a lot of the speed stuff that's been going out that people have been gracious enough to share on social media has really got my wheels turning. And so I'm excited to do that stuff. Um, I got a baby number two coming in. Hey, congrats, yeah, congratulations on that. Thank yes. You. So that's going to be awesome. Um, so I'm looking forward to having a full off season. Um, and then, you know, Kennesaw State football, again, built it from scratch. So, you know, we did a lot of things that we were proud of. And then, you know, we, we've always lived on an edge because we've always done it really aggressive. Like I say, we are, we, we are who we are to a fault. The only way to do that is to keep the blade sharp is to keep the guys going, to keep sharpening it. Right. And, and losing them for that three months. And then that year or so of kind of bullshit doing the best we can, we really fell off and, and it was embarrassing and really sad and disheartening about what happened to the culture of Kennesaw state football. We didn't put the product on the field that we could be proud of. Um, and I'd rather be proud of a product than lose than win with a crappy product. And, and, and I can, I swear by that because that's what we've lived. Um, so I feel like we've finally gotten back to where we were. You know, we got a great group of kids who work really hard and now they, they have a little bit of experience of what good training looks like, what competitive football looks like, and now let's put it together. So I'm really excited about all that going into 2022. It's going to be exciting, a fun ride. And then throw kid number two in here and wish me luck. <laughs> well, good luck. Yes. It's a, it's all fun and games and it's, it's a, it's a great ride. It's a great ride. Now, if anybody on any of our listeners who don't follow you and you're like 15,000 followers, if, if I wanted to find out what you got going on, on uh, social media or any kind of contact of just to get a little bit more in depth of what you got going on there at Kennesaw state. What's the best way they can get a hold of you. Yeah. Follow on Instagram, KSU owl strength. Um, you know, I, I have not been as active in the past year really since COVID has been back just because staff turnover, social distancing, you know, volunteer time. Um, I really, so I'm looking forward to kind of boosting up, my content some more, putting some more stuff out there uh, in this off season. I'm excited about that, but follow us there. Um, I'm going to try to get on Twitter a little bit more. It's KSU all strength again, but I, I, I always forget to put stuff on Twitter. Um, and then the best way to get in touch with me is to DM me um, on Instagram, like emails. My email, I'm terrible at managing emails. I've, I know I say I'm intentional. I'm working on it, um, but I'll, I'll leave it unread, you know, on email and it will just fall into the oblivion. And then one day I'll just highlight all and just delete everything. Like, well, if it's six months old, it's obviously not that important. Um, I don't suggest you live that way. I'm just, I'm not good with emails. So if you, if you got questions, DM me, I'll try to get back with you. Um, I can't promise I'll be able to do everything, but I, I, I do want to give back because a lot of people have poured into me. So I want to do the same. No, absolutely. And I'm the same way. I think I have 4,000 unread emails. I'm just like, uh, I'll figure it out. Uh, New Year's. But uh, hey, I appreciate you, Coach. And I thank you for coming on. And I knew I wanted to get you on the podcast ever since I took it over. But realistically, I know I've been reached out to you for a few years now. And, you know, you know, having had a similar path and starting something from scratch and getting things going and realistically, I just respect the hell out of you and the program you built there. So thank you for coming on the podcast and, and sharing your insight. Cause and there's a lot of great, great insight in this one. So I appreciate it. 
I appreciate you having me, man. I appreciate it very much. All right. Well, good luck to you in 2022 and I'll talk to you soon. All the best. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Being a strength coach is difficult. And someone once said on our podcast, we pour so much into helping our athletes become better, but we forget who's pouring back into us to help us become better. Without a healthy mind coaching on the floor, programming and maintaining the juggling act that we call life can be difficult. The good news is the therapists at BetterHelp are here to help you. Therapy can be whatever we want it to be. Maybe you need the tools to help you keep motivated, or maybe you're feeling burnt out from long days in the weight room, or you just need someone to talk to. BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist at a time that works for you. We have a very busy schedule as a strength coach, and the last thing we need to do is be driving to an office and sitting in a waiting room. Simply log into your account and message or speak to your therapist from anywhere at a time that works for you. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. BetterHelp also assesses your needs and will match you with one of over 20,000 therapists in their network. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself and make your mind your best asset. We train to keep our bodies strong and resilient. Now it's time to invest in our mental health too. And as a special offer to Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 listeners, you can get 10% off your month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash chalk. That's betterhelp.com slash C-H-A-L-K. And thanks again for BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Thanks everyone for listening. Thank you to our great guests for taking the time to share their experiences. Thank you to Play and Team Builder for being great companies that help our profession. And most importantly, thank you, the listeners. Please find us on social media at Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. Find our show notes on wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leave us a rating, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to say hi. It's great to hear from coaches from around the country. Talk to you all next week on another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0.